The sermon text is the Gospel of St. John, chapter 10, verses 22 to 30. Then the festival of dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple area in Solomon's colonnade. So the Jews gathered around Jesus asking, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I did tell you, but you do not believe. The works I am doing in my Father's name testify about me, but you do not believe because you are not my sheep, as I said to you. My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. The Gospel of our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Every year on this fourth Sunday in Easter, Christians focus on Jesus, our Good Shepherd. Jesus is the Good Shepherd who guides us and guards us. We see that truth very clearly in all of the lessons that we hear today in our worship. We also see that truth play out as our Savior Jesus guards us and guides us during our lives in this world. Jesus guides us and guards us not only here in this world, but he guides us and guards us here until he finally guides and guards us forever in his heavenly kingdom. Listen carefully to the loving words of your good shepherd. He says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. So my dear fellow sheep, listen to the voice of your loving shepherd and follow him. Because Jesus, our shepherd, called us. He guided us out of the darkness and depravity of this world. And Jesus called us. He guided us away from eternal death by dying the death that we deserve for our sins. You and I were lost sheep. We were caught in the thicket of sin and lost forever, but Jesus came and rescued us from our sin. We were trapped in the jaws of our enemy, the devil, who wanted to devour us, but Jesus came and saved us. He pried open the mouth of the devil and put us, his sheep, onto his shoulders and took us home to safety. He put us on the, the same shoulders that he used to carry his cross to Calvary, pay for our sins, and make us his own. So, thanks be to God, because if it were not for Jesus, our good shepherd, we would have no shepherd at all, and we would be lost forever in that thicket of sin. We would be doomed to be devoured by Satan. But Jesus has called us, he has guided us from death to life, life that lasts forever. And then, in the waters of baptism, Jesus called each one of us his sheep by name. He put the name of the triune God on each one of us individually and he marked us. He set us aside as sheep that belong to God's flock. And that makes all the difference because it means that Jesus, our good shepherd, is still guiding us. He is still guiding his sheep. Every time he speaks to us, we listen to him and hear his voice. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. Hear 
in this sanctuary, you hear the loving voice of your shepherd Jesus. Every time his under-shepherd says to you, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. You hear the loving voice of your good shepherd here every time you listen to these words, take and eat, take and drink, this is my body, this is my blood. See, Jesus, your shepherd, right now, is guiding you into the green pastures of God's word, into the lush green pastures of God's grace, feeding your soul and sustaining you all the way through your walk in this sinful world. And when we listen to the voice of Jesus, our good shepherd, he also guides us in how to walk as his own sheep. Because as this morning's gospel makes clear, sadly there are many people in this world who do not listen to Jesus' voice. They are not his sheep, do not belong to his flock. And we know that our enemy is still out there and he wants us back in his jaws. But when you listen to Jesus' voice, he will guide his sheep so that they do not walk like the rest of the people in this world. And when we listen to the voice of Jesus, our shepherd, we will not go anywhere near that enemy or listen to any of his luring lies. Jesus' sheep walk in lockstep with their shepherd and stay right by his side. When we listen to Jesus' voice, he is guiding us in how to walk with him in everything that we think and say and do. Well, Jesus, our good shepherd, is guiding us here in this world. He is rescuing us from our spiritual enemies and guiding us in how to live as his sheep. But our good shepherd does even more than that for us. He also guards us as we walk through this world. Most shepherds carried an instrument that had two sides to it, a staff with a crook, that could gently, or sometimes when necessary, not so gently, pull a sheep back to the shepherd's side so it wouldn't be wandered, lost forever. The other end of that instrument was fashioned into a club, sometimes even pointed into a spear, so that the shepherd could protect, could guard his sheep from any predators by clobbering them or piercing them with a spear so that the predators would run away. See, when we listen to the voice of our Savior Jesus, he is not only guiding us, but he is also guarding us from our spiritual enemies at the same time. Because when you are listening to the voice of your shepherd Jesus, you are going to recognize the lies of Satan for what they are, satanic and lethal. And when you are listening to the voice of your Savior Jesus, you will recognize people and voices that claim to speak for God. They claim to speak God's word, but really all they're giving you is their own viewpoints and their own opinions. And you will know not to listen to those other voices that do not belong to your shepherd. When you're listening to Jesus' voice, he is also going to protect you, guard you from the lies of your world. Lies that tell you it, it doesn't really matter what you believe about Jesus Christ in your heart. As long as you live the right way, in the end, God will... He'll evaluate your existence and determine your eternal fate based on how you live, not what you believe. See, that's what our world and faiths that do not follow the Good Shepherd tell us. But when you listen to the voice of your Savior Jesus, then you know the truth. What you believe about Jesus in your heart, that is how God is going to determine your eternal fate. And not only that, what you believe about Jesus in your heart, that's also what makes it possible for you to use your hands in ways that please God. 
Our good shepherd Jesus guides us and he guards us from our enemies. But he also guards us from fear. Because Jesus, our good shepherd, laid down his life for his sheep, but he didn't stop there. He also took that life back up again on Easter morning. So we, the sheep of his flock, we have full confidence that we will one day follow our good shepherd out of the grave. And that means we live our lives in this world without fear of death or any other danger. Because we know our good shepherd is with us through it all. And whatever danger we pass through, even death, the heaven that he won for us is waiting on the other side. Jesus, our good shepherd, is determined to guide us and guard us all the way to that heavenly kingdom. And based on what St. John tells us in those verses from Revelation that we heard, we know some things about what that heavenly home will be like. These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Because of this, they are in front of the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in his temple. He who sits on the throne will spread his tent over them. They will never be hungry or thirsty again. The sun will never beat upon them, nor will any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Jesus the Lamb of God was sacrificed. He shed his blood to take away all the sins of the whole world. And by trusting in Jesus, we wash our robes in his blood. By trusting in him, we receive the righteousness, the purity that we need to enter that heavenly kingdom. But Jesus, the Lamb of God, also took his life back up again and he has ascended to his heavenly throne, which means that when we get there, after Jesus is finished guiding us through our lives in this world, he will be waiting for us in the heavenly kingdom, and he will be our shepherd there, too. And although there will no longer be any more thirst or hunger or sadness or pain to threaten us, it appears that our good shepherd will continue guarding us from these dangers anyway. Now, why would he do that? Why would Jesus bother to spread his tent over his people in the kingdom of heaven and guard, him from, guard us from all of those dangers when the dangers are no longer even there? I think the easiest explanation is this. It's because he's a shepherd. And that's what shepherds do. They guard. It's his nature. So he will continue to guard us from every danger even when those dangers are no longer there to threaten us. He will be guarding us in the kingdom of heaven, but he will also continue to guide us as our shepherd. He will be guiding us in the work, the service that we do in heaven's temple. Now, you should never think that when you get to heaven, somehow your existence is going to be less interesting or less engaging, or you're going to have left, less going on in heaven than you do here in this world that's somehow going to be boring. We're going to be busy in heaven we're going to be working for the Lord. The difference is that the work he gives us to do will be eternally fascinating and always interesting and never frustrating or exhausting the way that work can be in this world. It will be perfect work in God's eternal temple and our shepherd Jesus will be guiding us in that work. So he will keep guarding us and guiding us in our work in heaven, but he will also be guiding us to what John calls springs of living water. 
Now this is one aspect of heaven that I think we can get our minds around at least a little bit because we have some experience with this here in this life. We know what it's like to be outside working for a long time on a really hot day. You get extremely thirsty. You come inside and you know how wonderful it feels when that cool water first hits your thirsty lips. We understand a little bit about what these springs of living water would be like. But every time we take a refreshing drink of water here in this world, we know we're going to get thirsty again. And we also know that deep down that water is going into and supporting bodies that are infected by sin and are destined to give out one day. But none of that is the case with the living waters of heaven. When these waters hit a person's lips, it is eternal satisfaction and life that lasts forever. More than anything else, our good shepherd Jesus will be guiding us to joy in his heavenly kingdom. Joy in life that never ends, which means that every day of joy that passes, you have just as many days left ahead of you as you still have as you have passed behind you. Our shepherd will guide us in joy that never ends. And Jesus, our guiding and guarding shepherd, he is leading us there now. Keep listening to the voice of your shepherd. He will guide you and guard you here until he guides and guards you there. Amen.